Uh, How the hell are you, Ted? Doing all right. How's your uh, your uh, shitting uh, situation? <laughs> well, it hasn't been in my pants since uh, last time we came on here. <laughs> Got some text messages about that. They're like, you really shat your pants, huh? And I was like, I'm 24 years old, man. <laughs> I still don't think you know that's <laughs> still <laughs> fairly old, young. No. No, it's not. It's weird because you think of athletes that, like, you know, like, let's say, let's take professional athletes for an example. The prime is 30, 28. Mm-hmm. Athletic prime. I'm 24, and I feel declining. They're just people that do different things <laughs> to make them youthful, I guess. Yeah. Just think some actors and stuff, maybe their primes are a little later. Than like a regular person's prime. You know people who peak in high school? Mm-hmm. Their primes are when they're 17. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. I sad believe months. my prime was 21, 22. Right. I'm probably still in it, but hell, I'm you know, shitting my pants every now I'm going to say 23 for me. Yeah, that's about that. <laughs> uh, I'm certainly on the back nine here. <laughs> I'm making the turn around the golf course. I'm, I'm on the back five. To 30. Imagine if we're on the back nine, what like Bill Clinton and these guys are. What are they? God. <laughs> they got one foot in the grave, huh? He's got his waist in the grave. He's neck down in the grave. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing keeping him from going into the ground is little children's blood. God. That Epstein gave him that he saved all these years. <laughs> This is going to be a weird one today. Yeah, we got a little bit of everything. <laughs> uh, so. Go ahead and dive into the substance here. Okay. No more digging around. Yeah. One more thing before we start. Go ahead. Did you listen to J. Cole? I skimmed through it. You said that's not how you listen to something. I know. Oh, I told you this morning. I, I'm not in the mood for hip hop. No? Cole, did you listen to it? I did, a little bit. That's, that's not how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed <laughs> to watch it like a movie. Listen to it like a movie. Yeah. I'll listen for a couple songs. It's fucking good, okay? We. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, okay? That's good. All right, all right. Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't listened to a single song yet. Yeah. I'll probably get on that tonight, um, <coughs> you know, in the room by myself. Um, yeah. I'll say this, it's different from his other albums. Okay, good. You, know you want something a little different every you know time. how he's usually humble? All oh, he's he... fucking rude as fuck. So he's like so. Drake. Drake, Drake's very boastful. Yeah, he's like this. With his lyrics. Album, but it's actually... Like, I'm the shit, bro. Well, his lyrics. I'm the shit. <laughs> Who, Drake's lyrics? <laughs> he didn't write them. No, <laughs> J. Cole wrote them. <laughs> J. Cole, I knew, would write some fire when he went to some BLM protests and just sat in the crowd. Uh, he probably brought a pen and paper. Um, <laughs> saw some stuff and wrote it down. You knew it was going to be fire <laughs> when he attends BLM rallies. Yeah. Speaking of J. Cole, did you see the uh, altercation with him and P. Diddy? No. Well, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. I read about it. Back in 2013? Uh, Yes. <laughs> Right when he said that, I saw the year. Cole is a metalhead, by well, the way. The <laughs> yeah, he really is. He's a metalhead. One of the new songs, he raps about that. So That's what it is. Okay. I have not heard it yet. Well, so the story is, let's see. Yeah, I can't read those lyrics. <laughs> okay. According to XXL, there are reports that the two got into a fight at an MTV music... Video Music Awards Awards? After Party. Hosted by Puff Daddy. (laughs) Puff Daddy P. Diddy. He's got like four names. He's like Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Back in 2013. Rumor has it that Cole was dancing too close to Diddy's ex-girlfriend, Casey, while others say Cole intervened when Puff tried to throw a drink on Kendrick Lamar after hearing his controversial King of New York line on Big Sean's Control. After the scuffle, Cole was allegedly kicked out of the party. You'd be like, fuck y'all, man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, P. Diddy's kind of a strange one. He because is. he's been accused of, you know, help kill Tupac. <laughs> I've not heard about this, really. Yeah. 
I think Eminem has a lyric about that. I thought Eminem and P. Diddy were cool. No. They're not? No. Well, Eminem did think that Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, helped MGK. Oh, okay. During that whole diss thing. Yeah. Because at the end, he's like, I know Diddy put you up to this or something. Yeah. I don't know the exact words, but yeah, he accused him of that. Diddy's been around for a minute. Yeah, he has. Mm-hmm. He was in some Biggie songs. Think about how long ago that was. Do you think he has some good... I think he has some good He's got tunes. good stuff. Sure. Yeah. Every breath I Sure. <laughs> that, what's that one song with the... Uh, gosh. Female singer. Last night. Didn't even get an answer. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good one, too. I don't know, man. We're just not in the hip-hop anymore, are we? <laughs> no, I'm not. Not... I... This is... Usually what I do, I've noticed this about myself, I don't know why I do this. Rap in the winter when it's cold, <laughs> darker, <laughs> sunshine, it's rock. Right. For me. Yeah. For me. Rainy day, rap. <laughs> R- rock on any other day, so that's just what I listen to. Yeah. Uh, it changes like seasons. Yeah. Like, I won't listen to the weekend until about October. Now I can handle the weekend. Like I, I can listen to that. But it's like, it's like what Kendrick's my favorite. But it's music like that, J Cole, real in depth rap lyrics. Yeah, the lyrics gotta be fire. Yeah, but you talk about shaking asses all the time. I mean, I, I've heard a song about shaking asses <laughs> before. I mean, give me something different, right? Club music too. Club music, yeah. If you still listening to club music, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Like yep. Some people we know still can't probably listen to club music in their shuffle everyday lyrics or everyday music. Yeah. And the lyrics are talking about shaking ass every day. I'm like, that's cool and all every now and then. Right. Shaking ass all the time, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little old, right? Cole, you would appreciate this. I was listening to the Deftones yesterday <laughs> on my way home from work. I was like, yeah. Why am awesome. I not listening to this more? <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. What song? This <laughs> is a new album. Yeah, that new album's really good. Yeah. I, even I was going to say something about one of our friends who listens to music, uh, Bush. A new Migos album came out several years ago. <laughs> and it was after their Culture 1 album. I guess it was Culture 2 he was talking about. Culture 1 was pretty good. And Can't then they released you. Culture 2 after like three solo albums and then... And then a collab album. Mm-hmm. Migos released like four albums in three months. And then they released Culture 2. Which is bad. <laughs> Which is a bad album. Terrible. Um, There's a few songs on there that I had recognized. I hadn't heard yet. But Bush was telling me about the album. And he told me every song. And I noticed every song had a massive feature in it. Mm. So he went and listened. Instead of listening to the album, like I just said, you know. He went and looked for the popular features and then told me about them. <laughs> which are like four songs. He's like, the album fire. Fire. Fire, Steve. Listen to the four songs with features. Because he recognized like Post Malone's name and stuff. He went to those songs first. Uh, instead of listening to it, you know. It's sad. Chronologically. When, like, Migos is a perfect example. How they have to rely on bigger artists, better artists, to make their album worth listening to. Yeah. yeah, nowadays, yeah. I mean, you didn't have really good features. Uh, one of the new uh, J. Cole songs has 21 Savage. He has a feature? He yeah. usually goes without. And uh, 21 Savage part's really good. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll There's get to some it. some guy named Boss, B-A-S. Mm. He does pretty good in his roles, too. Well, J. Cole features, yeah, it's, it's different from what he's used to. I'll get to it, Teddy. <laughs> I'll get to it. I say that now; it'll be three weeks by, and I still haven't listened. But. I probably won't get to it again. <laughs> yeah, even though I do like him. Yeah, just not in the mood for it, kind of right now. No, it's it's straight up metal for me. I've gone full metal, Cole. Full metal jacket. Yes, he's put the jacket on. Yes. Here's some advice: listen to some metal music. <laughs> Even if you don't like it. Slipknot. You will find something in there that you like. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. People who you don't expect to listen to rock music do listen to rock music. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of guys I grew up with, you know, 
Country music. It's their favorite. Oh. <laughs> I put the bear on. They know the songs. Right. They know them. It is the most popular genre of music. Believe it or not. Rock? Yes. <laughs> it is. Everybody can re- relate to it somehow. Yeah, I agree. I guess I'm thinking like... Rap and country? Our really age can't. group, it's not as... Prevalent? Yeah. But you gotta think. There's 300 million people in this country. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> With all different backgrounds. Yeah. But rock music can touch just about everybody. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you feel shitty right. about yourself. Like, I feel shitty about myself all the time. Yeah. That's why you like new metal so much. New metal? <laughs> Limp Biscuit. <laughs> They're... Limp Biscuit's coming around the area here in the fall. I might have to sneak my way into that. Is New Metal... Is, what's the other band that new just metal. came back? Uh, Mudvayne. Mudvayne's New Metal. Yeah, Who else? Stained. That early 2000s. After uh, the grunge era. You could say Deftones is New Metal. Yeah. Stuff like that. Chevelle. Yeah. Is Deftones really metal, though? They're New Metal. Yeah. They were like... Hard rock. They were hard rock for like their first couple albums. It's like hard alternative. Shoegaze. Yeah. Yes. What is shoegaze here? Like the more like atmospherically and stuff like that, like Koi and Dominoes was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, speaking of rock music. <laughs> speaking of rock music and grunge. Yeah. Uh, there was a. Uh... Is that you or me? Shouldn't be me. I'm muted. Apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Dang ads. All right. Well, speaking of uh, music, there was uh, new uh, claims coming out or uh, documents that came out about Kurt Cobain's death. Uh, the FBI. They're I mean, still looking into this kind of stuff. Yeah. When did that happen? 1993. When did Kurt Cobain die? I'm going to say 93. Let me see if you're right. They weren't around a lot from the 90s, and they were still massively popular. 94. Okay. Yeah. Think. They were around in the 90s for four years. And we think of 90s as Nirvana. Yeah. That's how important they were in those four years. That's what I'm I'm thinking. Like, how big could these guys have gotten if he didn't do that? Or... If someone didn't have him killed. Because <laughs> we think about the Beatles. Yeah. Everybody in this country and around the world liked the Beatles, right? At the time? Right. They were huge. Yeah. Megastars. Uh-huh. You will never get another megastar in music like the Beatles. Ever. And Queen. Huh? And Queen. Queen was up there saying. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were po- wildly popular. But... Jesus, that, that was a damn soundbite on the cryptic vibe. Door open. <laughs> Cole, can you please address that? <laughs> Teddy, get just, you got the soundboard for the wrong pot here. <laughs> there will never be oh God. an iconic musician or group like the Beatles with the amount of music we listen to nowadays right? and the quality of it. Yeah. yeah. Um... And Nirvana, I think, was close. That's that's the point I'm yeah. trying to make. They're, yeah. they were they're close, and right. if he would have survived, they probably could have gotten to that level. He kind of set, or Nirvana set a new uh, a new wave of rock music, I guess. Yeah, yeah, something no one ever heard of. Yeah, yeah. So FBI releases file of inquiries into Kurt Cobain's suicide. The file file contains letters calling on the FBI to open the investigation into rock icon Kurt Cobain's death with one claiming his killer is still out there. It's been nearly three decades since the death by suicide of Kurt Cobain, but conspiracy theories and speculation about the nature of the Nirvana frontman's death continue. Now, the FBI has released its file of the requests it has received over the years to open a formal investigation. Where's Courtney Love? Yes. Yeah. She knows what happened. Yeah. That was his wife, correct? Mm-hmm. Not girlfriend, wife. They had a kid. How old's that kid now? My God. Precious Bean. I can't remember. Precious? Francis. Francis, okay. Francis what? Bean. Bean? Bean. Fr- 
Frances Bean Cobain. Let's see if she's hot. So if anybody does. Yes, she is. <laughs> she is? She's got to be 30. 31. Let me show you a photo. So if anybody out there doesn't know, Kurt Cobain blew his brains out with a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. She looks like him. Yep. Um, yeah. Collab with, uh, between her and Eminem's daughter. <laughs> yeah. Haley. Uh, um, yeah, he killed himself. Well, allegedly killed himself. He killed himself. That's yeah. what's out there now. He killed yeah. himself. Cole's shaking his head. Uh, <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. It's been a conspiracy for years. The suicide note was right beside his body. Is that strange? Uh, I guess he writes it and then he ends it. When you say it like that, it means like should it have been somewhere else, like yeah. the suicide note beside his body. Yeah, like huh. it's placed there. Oh. Like perfectly. Oh. So the collection of messages sent to the FBI details that have been called into question over the years since Cobain found dead on his Seattle property after leaving a rehab facility in Southern California in 1994. These include possible discrepancies in the police report on his death, the large and possibly incapitating amount of heroin in his system, and the content of and handwriting on his suicide note. Quote, Millions of fans around the world would like to see the inconsistencies surrounding the death cleared up for once and for all. One email in the file reads, It is sad to think that an injustice of this nature can be allowed in the United States. The FBI responds to the letters, We appreciate your concern that Mr. Cobain may have been the victim of a homicide, they said in one reply. However, most homicide-slash-death investigation investigations generally fall within the jurisdiction of state and local authorities. Based on the information you provided, we are unable to identify any violation of federal law within the investigative jurisdiction of the FBI. So they can't look into it. The state has to. The state of Washington. Yeah. (sighs) So it's interesting that, like... How's this getting brought up? So we went just we just went down something some great stuff about Kurt Cobain. <laughs> He's mad. How conspiracies <laughs> and conspiracies surrounding his death. The, his death, Dave Cole gr- threw out a theory. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly, let's get that out there. Allegedly, wait before we say anything. The computer stopped. The computer stopped. <laughs> we we lost about five to eight minutes of. Yeah. Of quality content. <laughs> God. So we got to do this again. So because the FBI is hearing us. The FBI, you can try this again. <laughs> try me. Yeah. Try me, Google. <coughs> All right. Um, there was a theory Cole shot out that Dave Grohl, allegedly, perhaps, <laughs> played a role in the killing of Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Which we were like, how does that make? Since right, it's probably not true. And he's the lead singer of Foo Fighters. If we didn't, Dave Grohl, former drummer of Nirvana, now lead singer of Foo Fighters, may have played a role. Allegedly, (laughs) how many times do I have to say this? Is there like a cue card where I gotta say it like six times? Allegedly, helped in the killing of Kurt Cobain. Interesting. Can't be true. No, can't be true. Don't let this. Change your perception on Dave Grohl out there, people. No. Great. Just because you hear it on this dumb program, <laughs> don't go out there thinking that Dave Grohl's a murderer <laughs> or hiring hitmen or whatever he may or may not have done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm making it very clear that's a legend. Look more into his wife. Courtney Love, <laughs> everyone's looked into her. Yeah. I mean, you had yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Well, now, what was her incentive in this? The money? Because Kurt was such a miserable piece of shit. Mm. And I'm not saying he's a piece of shit bad person. I'm just saying he hated himself. Yeah. He was miserable. And Courtney Love did not help him. Because she's a psycho. <laughs> yeah, she, she bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he said, she bitch. So is it true? So they found 
a substantial amount of heroin in his system. Would it be too much for him to inject? Probably. He probably could have done that. Yeah. You got to think of uh, of his uh, tolerance to drugs at that point. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he was he big druggy. Yeah, all of them were, but yeah. That's the thing with uh with Dave Grohl a junkie. He was kind of skinny. <laughs> the other Dave was Dave Navarro. Navarro. Yeah, Dave Navarro. Yeah. He he had a heroin pro- heroin problem. Uh, so Apparently, I, heroin's very good. I was yeah. mostly everybody in the Red Hot Chili Peppers, so that was a good fit for an album. Right. Especially the lead singer. <laughs> Anthony Kiedis? Oh, yeah. Oh, let me tell you. So, <laughs> I'm Cole, just moving on his hands. In 1995 <laughs> album, uh, One Hot Minute, the one that has airplanes and my friends. Oh, yeah. My friends. Uh, well, that album, Anthony Kiedis had a tooth problem. And he had to take medicine for it, and it was spiking it. Mm. Or Valium. One of those two. Valium. And when you give Valium to a addict. rehab addict... It makes him relapse. Relapse. So he was back on the heroin for that album. Oh. And you can tell, if you listen to the whole album, that album is trippy as fuck. It's a really good album, though. I it is really good. It. My Friends is a great song. <laughs> and, like, uh, the first song off the album was uh, Warped. Warped's a really good song. Like, man, it hits you. Oh, God. I have heard that the Red Hot Chili Peppers are absolute dog shit live. Terrible. Um, so, we mentioned story. this. So, 99 Woodstock, right? You know, Is that the last Woodstock? That's the one where everything went to shit. Limp Biscuit raised all sorts of hell. Yes, there was a lot of chaos during Limp Biscuit. Yeah, there were people getting raped during Limp Biscuit's oh, concert. Sexually assaulted. Sexually there assaulted in the crowd. There was vandalism everywhere. Limp Biscuit tore to just ruined Woodstock. Basically, Red Hot Chili Peppers Thanks. was one of the last acts, and they decided to play a cover song of Jimi Hendrix's "Fire." You know that song? I don't. Not off the top hey, of my girl, head. Just look at your fire or something like that. It's one of his more popular songs. Giles High School Marching Band plays it there in half. Oh, okay. Sometimes. Shout out Giles oh. High School Marching Band. Wow. I was calling that. I don't know. But uh, what's it called? They were playing that. The whole crowd starts fucking making fires in the crowd. Yeah, they just... Uh, I remember hearing about that. And it, everything starts burning. Jeez. Yeah, Woodstock, uh, they can't bring it back. Because no. new metal has... We just uh, harped on how good it is. What's, <laughs> what's don't Woodstock know how to now? It. The Firefly thing? Uh, Fire? No, you're talking about Fire... It's Firefly? Is that what it's that called? That is a festival. That is, but it's you're not... You're talking about that one in the desert, aren't you? No, fireflies. Hey, like, what's what's the one in California? Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza and God, what is it? Coachella, Coachella is in California. Lollapalooza is in Chicago. Coachella is a bunch of poser stuff. Yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> Bonnaroo is alright. Bonnaroo in Tennessee. Because Bonnaroo is a mix of uh, hip hop, rap, and rock. There's some rock acts in there. Yeah, yeah. Bonnaroo is the popular one, but thank God we saved that. <laughs> We were able to say Full circle. Full yeah. circle here. Synopsis. Kurt yeah. Cobain killed himself, shotgun to the head. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's interesting that the FBI released that. new documents about yeah. it. It's like they released new documents about UFOs and stuff. It's like, it's like yeah. where were these years ago? Yeah. When it was could have been helpful. Right. There it is. <laughs> All right. Sorry you guys missed out on eight minutes of fire debate. It I could just lie to him right now. I'll be like, that was the greatest conversation we ever had. You'll never get to hear it. Steve Steve hates Pearl Jam. Me and Cole love Pearl Jam. <laughs> That's how he got it. Pearl Jam's terrible, by the way. <laughs> no, you're not. By far. Where, oh, where? Ten is one of the best albums of all time. That's the one with Even Flow and mm-hmm. Alive and stuff like that. There's one good song they got. Jeremy Spoken <laughs> Clash They got some yeah, because that guy uh, walked into his class and blew his brains out in front of his classmates. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you want to get in something weird? Let's do it. This podcast weird. WWE. <laughs> People are tired of it. I'm just railing it down their throats. <clears throat> ramming it in. <clears throat> they probably don't want to hear it, but this is, has nothing to do with what's going on with the product. It's personnel. There's a referee in WWE. He's He's... More particularly with 
NXT. Their show on Tuesday nights on the USA Network. Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. It's Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> My British accent. It's Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> Drake Wartz is his stage name, otherwise known as Drake Younger. That is his real name. Mm. He's into QAnon. Oh. And I've been hearing rumblings about him over the months as a wrestling fan on wrestling Twitter. Um, I, I kind of s- didn't pay attention to it because I felt like it was left wrestling Twitter calling somebody QAnon because he was a Republican. And they were just being, you know, overdramatic about it. Because yeah. every, every Republican's QAnon, apparently. <laughs> That's just where we're at in this country. Um, but turns out, this guy's really balls deep into QAnon. Hmm. And he was res- he was suspended earlier this year and was not allowed at WWE Performance Center for a period of time. He was caught up in some controversies in recent months. And Fightful, which is a wrestling website, reported that his duties had been reduced. He was the head referee for NXT. The head referee works the main events, is in charge of working the bigger matches to make sure... I mean, that's what... That's what referees do in wrestling. They make sure the match goes a certain time. They make sure it goes a certain way. So he was in charge of the big ones. He had been demoted and was also timing matches in the back. So he was probably in the officials' ears throughout the show, the uh-huh. other officials. He'd been demoted from both of those jobs. The issue surrounding Younger continued in 2021 when he was either formally or informally suspended earlier this year and was not allowed at the WWE Performance Center for better or worse for a short period of time. Now, this is early 2021. An article referring to Younger as a problem for WWE was posted in November 2020, and several WWE higher-ups were said to be horrified by what they read. This was compounded by a March incident where Younger and friends interrupted a county commissioner's meeting and tested how far county officials would be willing to enforce their mask mandate, accusing the county of being more concerned about protecting adults from COVID-19 while being unconcerned about protecting children from violence and trafficking. Oh. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to play a video here shortly of him at this county meeting speaking. He is claiming that the county mandating masks protecting from COVID-19 is helping the sex traffic regime or whatever. It's helping sex trafficking because people cannot identify children if they're in masks. Oh, my God. Here is a video of him. I'm pulling it up. He is in. He is backstage at WWE. Wearing his NXT shirt mm. on a Zoom call. Let me start it. Make no mistake. If you don't end this nonsense and start trusting your constituents to take personal responsibility by making their own informed decisions, you will not get reelected. Right. There will be a recruit of freedom-loving Republicans that will replace you. Commissioner Delari, I would like to turn my attention to you, sir. You've been a strong advocate for victims of human trafficking through your work with the lifeboat. He starts to cry. I commend you for doing so, sir. Continuing this mask mandate only puts vulnerable children at risk of being preyed upon by traffickers and predators. Nonverbal cues are often a first sign for distress, for uh, distress in identifying potential victim of human trafficking. Sorry, I'm emotional. Force. Forcing and normalizing face coverings only makes it easier for sex traffickers to target kids in our community. Protect Seminole County Children, Commissioner Gallari. And I would like to close with the 30 seconds that I have by calling for the immediate resignation of emergency manager Alan Harris. He is an All the clapping in the background is the QAnon members that got into the, crowd, the audience. Okay. So he really believes in this. He is balls deep at QAnon, and he's in the back 
apparently he's spewing QAnon nonsense every week to his you the know staff, his coworkers. Yeah. So they're afraid. Uh, it's getting a little far right in WWE. Right. Um. And then he went to a meeting Tuesday when they taped NXT. Mm. He was missing. He wasn't on the show. Turns out he was actually at one of these meetings. He's, he didn't go to work to go to one of these meetings. He was in a suit and tie. Basically doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. He's saying masks are contributing to kids getting trafficked. Mm. Now, this to me sounds like a cop-out. Yeah. For not wanting to wear a mask. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. It's pretty an extreme uh, cop-out. It's an extreme cop-out, in my opinion. Yeah. But it was also said that many in NXT are surprised Drake is still with the company and are worrying, worried that his radical beliefs may have actually helped him from being fired. How? Well, WWE... They need some spice? Let's make no sense about it. (laughs) They're right. They're Republicans. Mm -hmm. Linda McMahon, Vince McMahon's wife, was in Donald Trump's cabinet. Donald Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame for doing his work with Vince and Bobby Lashley and them when he had that match at WrestleMania. There's a guy named Jackson Riker who works with WWE. And he made comments during last year's riots after the killing of George Floyd when he saw a video of BLM protesters getting the shit kicked out of them by somebody he cheered them on for beating up the BLM and it got serious heat from Hmm. guys in the back Randy Orton was one of them he's like what the the fuck are you doing (laughs) why are you doing this so not a lot of people like this guy in the back and he actually got a better role on screen mm. after this. He's on TV every week, and he wasn't back then. Who is it? Jackson Riker. He was in the Forgotten Sons. Now he's uh, with Elias, oh, his bodyguard or whatever. Oh, okay, I got you. So he he actually got a prominent role on television after saying all that. So they're thinking. <laughs> some people think he's still this Drake Wirtz yeah. is still with the company because it's something that they don't necessarily believe in, but they can deal with. Yeah. So he got some QAnon brewing in WWE. So Vince is like, it's kind of interesting. That shit up. It's good TV. (laughs) Such good shit. Yeah, it's such good shit. And every, I've been looking on social media over the past few days, looking into this a little bit. WWE, or NXT refs will post a picture before the show of all of them. They Mm. never include him. Mm. He's never included in the pictures. He used to be the head ref. Yeah. And apparently a lot of people like him in the back. Yeah. But he's going down a weird path here with the QAnon. I never would think of that at all. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, I saw that outburst at that meeting. I was like, oh, my God. And he, yeah, and he keeps going to these Board of Supervisors meetings in Seminole County, Florida, which is where Orlando is. Um, well, obviously. Yeah. He's, he's fighting... For no masks, just so children don't get trafficked. And while no one wants children trafficked, do the masks really contribute to them getting trafficked? Also, is there any proof that it is? Is there any proof in statistics that masks Regardless if a kid's wearing a mask, I know it's going to be a kid. Very strange. (laughs) Very strange. Uh, He gets very emotional about this. Just weird. It's a weird little story. I felt like I'd share. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously passionate about it. If he's crying, crying. something. He must did have... that video on a Zoom call in his gear. Yeah, like it was right before the show started. So he went to work. He was at work doing that video. Imagine us being at work doing that. I wonder if something <clears throat> happened. Not necessarily the whole mass thing, but something in his life that. Well, he's very religious. This guy is crazy religious. Yeah. Every post has a Bible verse on his Instagram. Oh, okay. Very religious. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into that, too. Drake works. uh, I'm I'm just curious to see if he's on TV going forward. Yeah. Um, Because he's stirring up a lot of controversy. Yeah. So. 
lot of conspiracies on this episode. Thought I'd share that. Thought I'd share that. Uh, we're not little, done with them. Little, little QAnon. Let's sprinkle a little QAnon in the show. <laughs> People seem to have forgot about them, but no. They're still around. They're around. They yeah. are around. They're not as prevalent as people say they are. Good no. God. No. Calling everybody QAnon. It was like a little trend, like, you know, a little Twitter trend, and then it's kind of like... Now faded. the left's calling every righty a <laughs> yeah. member of QAnon and a Nazi, just like the right's calling everybody a communist and socialist on the left. Yes. I mean, it's just the way it is. Little buzzwords to insult people. Yeah. There are actual QAnons, just like there are actual Nazis. Mm-hmm. So, don't get them confused. This guy, this guy, you can call QAnon. <laughs> yeah. Don't get it twisted. Because QAnon, uh, I'm not an expert, by the way, was originated with stopping human trafficking, mm-hmm. and then yeah. people kind of hijacked it, right? And took it in another direction. Sounds like right. a lot of things. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of movements, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Radicals take over. The radicals take over. Yeah. The French Revolution. The Ku Klux Klan is another example. Yeah. We're getting into the cults now. Ku Klux Klan was founded by... This is all... Don't don't get this twisted. This was from my history professor in college. The Ku Klux Klan originated as a group of Confederate soldiers to come and talk about their war stories. Mm. By Nathan Bedford Forrest, he started it. He was a soldier. Very famous soldier in the South. And then the radicals took over the Ku Klux Klan, and it is what we know it as today. Gotcha. Yeah. That's just an example. Hmm. It's kind of. I wild. mean, it doesn't excuse him killing two hundred and fifty black people during the Civil War, but no. Yeah, they're still Confederates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, this episode, you know, we're talking about conspiracies. We're talking about A little weird stuff here. Yeah, things you don't know. I didn't know about this topic until last week um <clears throat> i guess you could call it a cult a rich cult more it's like a country club yeah that hangs out in the woods <laughs> yeah they don't hang out at a golf course they hang out in the woods yeah rich white people rich white Men. mainly conservative Men. Men. Females aren't allowed. Females are allowed very small roles. Oh. They are allowed. Minors are allowed. What kind of roles? Serving. Serving. Serve like serve like getting people fed. That kind of thing. Service. Like that's that's how they're let in. Right. They are not allowed into this certain group at night. Ugh. All right, let's get into what this actually is today. We're kind of getting ahead of ourselves a little bit here. It's, it's Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Anybody know anything about that before we get started? Just think to yourself, have I ever heard of Bohemian Grove? <laughs> yeah. Some people know about it. Some people don't know who I've talked to this week. It's a elite invitation-only social club founded in San Francisco, founded in San Francisco by a group of male artists, writers, actors, lawyers, and journalists at the time in 1872. Yeah, I have been told over the years, or have heard that Mark Twain had a big hmm. part in uh, in creating this here uh, cult, if you will. Right. Um, it was journalists that started it, though, right? That created. Yeah, it. and what Mark Twain's a writer, correct? Yeah, he wrote Huck Finn. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's no the club is known for especially. It's known especially for its annual summer retreat. It's every year in the summer. A weekend in the woods. I believe it's two weeks. Mm-hmm. But the prominent members, the famous ones, only come in for the weekend. Oh, okay. In the Redwood Forest of California's Sonoma County, an event that continued into the 21st century. There are a lot of notable members of this club. A lot of people you know. Clint Eastwood. Strange. Grant Torino, get yeah. off my lawn. Dirty Harry. Yes. Clint Eastwood. Henry Kissinger. He was a national security advisor for Nixon, mm. perhaps. So that's a... Walter Cronkite. I think he was a news anchor. This is all me 
looking at a list of names and saying what they did. Because <laughs> the School of Journalism at Arizona State is Wonker Cronkite School of Journalism. That's okay. how I know that. Yeah. Richard Nixon, former president. Yeah. Ronald Reagan, former president. Charles Schwab. I don't know exactly what Charles Schwab did. I just know he has a company still to this day called Charles Schwab. Because you see commercials about it. Yeah. Ambrose Bierce. I have no idea who that is. That Could be a writer. Bret Hart. Not the hitman. No. Not the guy that wears pink. <laughs> Say. Bret Hart with an E at the end of Hart. He was a writer. Mark Twain and Jack London. Oh, yeah. How to Build a Fire. Jack London was in this here club. Yes, because I, I did. I watched a thing where he wrote a theater or a play for an event, but they never went about and did it. There's a lot of plays that happen at the Bohemian Grove. Yeah. <clears throat> it's basically a club with intellectuals of all kinds of different little certain fields. They're all men. They're all white men, basically. Yeah. And they hang around and socialize. They chose an owl as the club's total. That's like their logo. An owl. It's their god. It's their god. We'll get into that here in just a little bit. <laughs> They're gathered to socialize, drink, and put on theatrical and musical performances. Apparently, these plays and music performances that go on into this are worth thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. They pay these people thousands of dollars to put on these these plays and performances. The club in, in, inhibited temporary locations until it established its permanent headquarters in the early 1930s mm. in downtown San Francisco. Been going on for a while. A long time. This is probably going to happen in a couple months. COVID probably didn't stop it last year from happening. Right. Their membership, there's no way this could be real. There's no way there's 2,000 members of this club. There's no fucking way. I don't know. No, there's no way 2,000 people are at this thing on the weekend when these prominent members come in, like George Bush and these guys. There's no way that they let that many people see what's going on. There's no way. I mean, they've had a long time to really organize this, so... I don't know if the membership number 2,500 include people who are who have passed. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Alex Jones broke, like, he snuck in. Alex Jones in the late 90s broke in. Mm. And he thought they were meeting over a possible new world order. <laughs> yeah. Running the world from this club... This two-week weekend event. Yeah. He thought they were running the world from this here, this here location. Um. All right, Teddy. Why are we even talking about Bohemian Grove? Cause we're. <laughs> Did you say there was a video? Yeah. So. Do you have it? Yes, I have it pulled up right now. Okay. Is <clears throat> Did you find this on TikTok? Yeah, me and Eric were watching TikTok. No, I think it was just me. And <clears throat> my algorithm of TikTok is nothing but... Weird stuff. Weird stuff like okay. that. And then the caption was like, Alex Jones sneaks into Bohemian Grove. And I saw the video. I'm like, what in the world is this? Um, but before we watch it, I want to talk about the cremation of care. Yeah, is this... Is this- this is what caught my eye because I was like, okay. This is this is what they do to start the week off? The start to, to go into the first weekend? Like, I don't know. Yes, the first night. The first night? Yeah. Okay. The Cremation of Care is an annual ritual production written, produced, performed by the members of the Bohemian Club and staged at the Bohemian Grove near California. At the small artificial lake and amid a private old growth. Okay, we already mentioned that. The dramatic performance is presented on the first night of the annual uh, event as an hold on to present symbolically and salvation of the trees by the club. What the they drew this in a redwood forest beside of a lake in front of an owl statue. Oh, here we go. The ceremony involves the pulling across a lake in a small boat containing... Drew <laughs> <laughs> across a lake? <laughs> Dressed up... Hooded figures received as druids. From, <laughs> hooded figures received from the fairy man, <laughs> which is placed on an altar 
and at the end of the ceremony, set on fire. The cremation symbolizes that members are banishing the dull cares of conscience. At the time of the script was developed, the primary meaning of the word care, anxiety, was with worry having more negative connotations than in modern times, which tends to associate more positively and compact with this is confusing to me. Is it okay, is it like they're effig- getting, it's an effigy. Yeah, they're trying to get rid of like stress. Yes. <laughs> and the effigy's in the shape of a young child. It's not a real child. Yeah. <laughs> that we know of. It's an effigy of a child and they burn it. I guess to start the weekend off by saying, hey, let's kill kids. Let's get rid of <laughs> I guess they start off by like saying, "Hey, fuck it, let's have fun yeah. this weekend. No negative. Yeah, no ne- you're not even supposed to talk about policy there, politics. Yeah. You're not even supposed to talk. You're not supposed to talk about this business or uh, politics. Yeah. But you know, Richard Nixon apparently got in trouble for doing that because mm-hmm. he does you know stuff like that behind people's backs. Yeah. Um, and he got in trouble, but he didn't get his membership revoked or anything. They just right. told him, "Hey, knock it off." But, but just to see like. Ronald Reagan, all those other Imagine, guys. Imagine, did you say something about a fisherman? Yeah. Imagine, hey George, hey George Bush, <laughs> hey, next weekend, next weekend, can you dress up as a fisherman? Can you, can you play that role? Yeah. Why, sure. So this is what these guys do. This is rich people. Imagine Clint Eastwood dressing up as a druid. Yeah. Do you remember the Undertaker when he would wrestle and he'd have those little druids carrying the? Yeah. Carrying the, <laughs> that's yeah. what these guys dress up as. Yeah. For this ritual. And there's no way there's 2,000 people at this ritual. That's what I'm saying. There's no way they let that many people in. You might have to come over and watch the video. Uh, so let's just play. It's not minutes long. We're not going to play it all. Oh, dear God. This is Alex Jones. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's like a clan meeting. He's across the lake. There's the boat. Now, when you see that black edge coming to the field, that's because we zoomed in on the video, and many times the picture was almost out of the screen. So that's the edge of the field for the view of the camera. Ending of the Oh my God! Look at how many people are here. Yeah. They won't let everybody in there. This is all coming from the ritual. Jesus. I spit upon the fire. Alex Jones, when he infiltrated Bohemian Groves, claimed to have saw Danny Glover there from Lethal Weapon. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> People you don't expect are there. <laughs> they, I'm pretty sure if you're a member, you can invite, like, one guest. Yeah. And the reason they do this, Teddy, is to get get shit on people. Mm. Apparently there's a lot of gay sex that goes on in this, at this thing. Right. I'm going to quote Richard Dixon here. Richard Nixon said it was the most faggy goddamn thing he'd ever seen. Oh. Richard Nixon said that in a <laughs> tape with CNN. That's what it was. It was the Are Nixon tapes on Bohemian? CNN. Okay. They released a bunch of tapes of him talking, and he talked about Bohemian Grove. Okay. And there's a lot of gay sex and stuff, that, and it, I guess it grossed him out a little bit. Right. There's a lot of that going on. I think it's a lot of, hey, we got you doing this. Yeah. You're loyal to me now. Oh, so like a lot of blackmail. A lot of yeah. blackmail going on. Mm-hmm. I think that's what this is. It is very. The chance was bizarre to me. I guess where Alex people. Jones was across the, the river, yeah, or whatever, or water, that I'm I'm assuming there's a crowd of people with him watching it. I don't know. He snuck in. I know, but if he's just in disguise with a group of people. I don't know, though. <laughs> I just know women and children are not allowed there at night. Yeah. So they can do this 
heebie-jeebie stuff. It's weird. <laughs> Very strange. Um, I think we should try and break in. <laughs> what? Okay. What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. Kill us. Kill us? Yes. I wonder how many people they have killed. God. For how long it's been going on, I'd say It's been going killed. on since 1872. We're they, in 2021. They definitely killed people. 130. No. I'm a mass mess. 149 years, something like that. Yeah. Dear God. 149 <laughs> years of this weird shit. Let me see if there's That goes any, on in the woods. Any wild photos? Yeah, let's look at that. Bohemian <laughs> Grove. Photos. Yep, there's Nixon right there. <laughs> the, the, I, <laughs> there's 2,000 people there, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to look at some images here. My computer's very, uh, very slow. Oh dear God! Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> look at their table outside. They're yeah sitting out. <laughs> they got like wooden tables. <laughs> yeah, God, a... look at this square. There's benches and stuff everywhere. Yep, for the little campfire meetings. Where do they stay? Where do they sleep? In tents? Teepees? Log cabins. <laughs> oh, God. You know there's some whack shit. No, I'd say there's hell. Yeah, then I say there's cabins. There, Here's a sign at the Bohemian Grove. It says, it's a it's a picture of an owl. Mm-hmm. And the letters BC beside it. And it says, spiders come not here. That is the uh, Shakespeare quote uh, from... Uh, God, what is that? God! I took Shakespeare class. Shakespearean, huh? What is it called? What What does it say? It says, Spiders, come not here. And it's a picture of a very mean-looking owl. This better be Shakespeare. Come on! I've also got a picture. Tell me I'm right. i got a map of Bohemian Grove. On the inside. Mm. Yes, I'm right. <laughs> a Midsummer's Night's Dream, Shakespeare. There is a campfire circle. Across from it is an auditorium. In front of it is a grill. Mm. There is an owl statue in the middle of the park. <laughs> what does that quote mean? I don't know. There is a store there. I wonder what is being sold. This is so strange. You know how we, you know, people talk about ancient societies like maybe still existing, mm-hmm. like Native American Native tribes in certain countries. Yeah. We got this going on. Yeah, <laughs> where people dress up like druids. It the the quote implies that you're to leave your business dealings and networking tactics at the door, for this place is to be for enjoyment and relaxation. Can't these guys just go on like a hunting trip? <laughs> do they have to do this weird theatrical stuff? It is strange. Now these people who run our country participate in this. Yeah, we're so famous, we just got to get away. Yeah, get away and act like this. Wearing put on dresses. There is a picture hoods. apparently of Henry Kissinger in a female's dress with his own thumb up his ass. Oh. And it's from Bohemian Grove. Let me look that up. Yes. <laughs> What's his name? Henry Kissinger. Bohemian Grove picture. That's, that's worth a Google. This is coming from reliable source Alex Jones. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to find this picture. It won't even let me go to it. There's apparently a picture of him with a dress on with his thumb up his ass. Google literally won't let me go to Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know if we'll find it because who knows where he saw that picture. Yeah. But there's apparently a picture of him in a dress with his thumb up his own ass. <laughs> and it reminds me of 
I heard this on Rogan, where um, Bill Clinton had the picture of Jeffrey or Jeffrey Epstein had the picture of Bill Clinton in a dress on in his oh. house. It was a drawing. It wasn't him in a dress. Oh, it was the drawing on his wall. It was drawing on his yeah. wall, yeah, yeah. and it's like, hey, I got this. I kind of own you yeah. in a way. I own your reputation. How's that? Yeah. That's what this thing is. Yeah. And apparently the Henry Kissinger photo is a real photo. I can't find it. No, it, it's probably yeah. missing. So, yeah. That's what happened. Here's the 2008 guest list. George H.W. Bush is on there. Oh. Oh, there's some Epstein's on there. Of course. Hold on. <laughs> What's Epstein's name? Jeffrey. Jeffrey Epstein. What's his legal name? Jeffrey. <laughs> Hold on. I got something. <laughs> I wonder if his legal name is Charles. Nope, it's not. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so it who is, is Charles? It is Jeffrey Edward. <laughs> it's not Charles. Uh-oh. It says Charles J. Epstein on the list. <laughs> I was okay. like, let me look up real quick. Has Epstein been to Bohemian Grove? <laughs> um, it's not coming up. Didn't this, no. this not? It's not known. Didn't this group, or whatever, like help with the uh, Manhattan Project? They think the Manhattan Project was discussed and kind of put forward at this yeah. the Manhattan Project is what led to atomic bombs. Right. That's <clears throat> that is one thing that people think happened at Bohemian Grove is right. they discussed the beginning of the Manhattan Project. I mean I can see the benefit in that maybe for top secret stuff. But then it, it just seems like it's gotten weird. <laughs> There's probably some other projects they've yeah. Probably the invasion of Iraq got brought up into this oh, yeah. <laughs> several years ago. Apparently, the invasion of Iraq, um, to get a little political here, Dick Cheney, vice president for uh, George W. Bush, wanted to invade Iraq many years before 9 11. Oh. That fuels, you know, the conspiracy that they started 9 11 because he was wanting to go there anyway. And right. he benefited the most out of the. Uh, Going to Iraq, mm. invading Iraq wrongly. They should have never been there. Yeah. So, Dick Cheney is uh, one of the biggest pieces of shit in American politics <laughs> for uh, pushing pushing our way into a needless war that's still still going. Yeah. We're we're never going. I mean, you talk about soldiers' honor. Mm-hmm. When they get back from Iraq, all these soldiers we sent over there were sent there. For Dick Cheney's money. Yeah. There was no calls. Yeah. Really, he's really shitty. That is real shitty. He's a shitty human being. There are shitty human beings on the right and the left. He he is on the right and he is a shit bag. Yeah. Human being. He shits right. Yeah. <laughs> You're born right. No, no. What do people used to put in their Instagram bios? Raised right to signify that they were Republican. God, <laughs> I was <man>. like, okay. <laughs> I don't wish it back, but I see one. <laughs> so that's, that's the Bohemian Grove, I guess. Yeah, very strange place. <laughs> I think I should break in. Jeez. We say Just need, well, what, what happened last year? They can't stop us at what? They can't stop all of us. Area 51. Yeah. They can't stop all of us. This year. Bohemian Grove. The capital. They can't stop all of us. The capital. <laughs> January 6th. <laughs> can't stop all of us we've learned that yeah. we've learned that with social media Bohemian Grove's in trouble <laughs> like we haven't got a lot of in- intel let's try to make it go trending yeah Bohemian Grove break Gro- in Bohemian Grove yeah I'll have a <laughs> megaphone just like let us out let us we'll cut out all the trees in the name of unhelpful advice <laughs> yes <laughs> Me on my uh, my soapbox standing above with an army of like 40 of us. They can't stop us all! 
It's just me, you, and Gibby. And some of our loyal listeners. God. (laughs) Well, thinking the most retarded shit. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus Christ. Uh, Any advice on this show, Teddy? Don't join a cult. (laughs) I thought that was obvious. (laughs) It's very, this was a very culty episode with the Q. Yeah. Just talked about some Q, some Bohemian Grove. Uh, Don't. Don't let it... Uh, look over- into conspiracies, but don't look too deep. Yeah, you get too deep, they it grabs you. Yeah. It brings you in, and then you believe... You don't believe every, in anything. You, don't, you believe everything <laughs> is, a is a lie. Yeah. Which is not the case. Yeah. That is actually some helpful advice. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very helpful advice. Yeah. <laughs> don't let... These conspiracies drag you into others. Right. Just because you're looking for one answer don't mean you have to find them all. Yeah. Because that's what they are. They're conspiracies. It's, hey, this might be why this happened. Right. Just because you look into it doesn't make it true. I mean, yeah. It's just fun. It's like the 9-11 thing. I just provided evidence for 9-11 being an inside job with Dick Cheney. That doesn't mean 9-11 was an inside job. I'm just saying he wanted to invade years before. Yeah. It fuels the fire. Yeah. There's evidence of that. But that doesn't make it true. Yeah. So. There we go. (laughs) Tread tread lightly on conspiracies like we do. We we kind of entertain them, but we don't. Do you have like a true conspiracy that you... Like moon landing, any of that, 9-11? No. Not really. I know some moon landing people, which I don't have any problem with like that. Like the, the Stanley Kubrick thing? What's that? The director who made The Shining, who helped who, fake the moon landing. They think he helped? He, helped. he filmed it, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I just don't know enough about it. Yeah. And I don't even care enough about it. Right. I There is one thing. If we haven't been... Spe- why haven't we been on the moon since 1968 or whatever it was? That's the conspiracy there. Why haven't we been back? Yeah. Was it just to beat the Russians, or yeah. did we not even boring. do it? Huh? Because it's boring. It's boring on the moon? Yeah. Oh, hell, Elon Musk wants to skip right over the moon and go straight to Mars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why haven't we been on Mars? There's oh. water there. <laughs> and mushrooms. And Bigfoot. Fuck yeah. Let's go fuck Bigfoot. Apparently they ran over some mushrooms. <gasps> the, the, uh, you talking about the rover? Yeah. That's patrolling Mars, yeah. taking photos. It they ran over mushrooms. An alien. How psychedelic are these mushrooms? God. Probably be blasted out of your fucking mind. We've had some notable contributions on this show the last couple weeks. Keep it up, pal. Yeah. Thanks. He literally does it like I was saying last week. George on impulsive. Yeah. Take notes. He yeah. doesn't even pay attention to the pod. He's playing games. It, it just comes to mind when yeah. he hears it. Oh, promise. <laughs> yeah. Music. Yeah. That's all we got. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you make those? Uh... I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hit a little intel to what we do yeah. behind the scenes here. I was supposed to make cue cards. <laughs> We're recording on a different day than we're used to. Yeah. So it kind of it kind of came up on me. Yeah. Well, Teddy, plug the email, please. Well, not just the email. We got a new uh, Facebook group. That, See, I know uh, nothing about that. That's Teddy's baby. <laughs> Teddy can tell you more about that. Yeah. I have to get back on Facebook. I've been on for two months. Well, basically, you know, we had a Facebook page that was just like a, a business page. It's, but, like a pa- it's just a page. Yeah. But we kind of want to get more in depth with like audience. We want to, you know, interact with them and uh, just be more personal with like the episodes and stories that we talk about. So I made a private group, Facebook group. It's it's on Helpful Vice Podcast. That's what it's called. And you can invite yourself on it and uh, join the join the cult. Dear God, <laughs> we just told people. Yeah. Not to do that. <laughs> Going against their own advice here. That's what yeah. most people do. That's what most people do anyways. They go against their own advice. 
Yeah. What they tell other people to do, they ain't fucking. Like, I can sit here yeah. and tell Cole, hey, eat healthy, and then I'm out eating 7 Eleven muffins. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a call, it's just a group. So, uh, invite yourself, and you can look at the wild stuff that we post on there. Uh, yeah, emails. Anytime I see a meme, I'm gonna yeah. throw it in there. A little yeah, bit. yeah. We'll do polls on there too. <laughs> For whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, email us at unhelpfuladvicepodcast gmail.com suggest a topic or two yeah sometimes we're like what the hell are we going to talk yeah. about talk smack follow us on too. twitter at unhelpful pod yeah. get uh, all the pods on that one instagram that unhelpful advice podcast see that's why we yeah. need cue cards yeah <laughs> I'll get into that Teddy yeah finally just rate and review us on apple yeah can't do it on spotify it makes no sense no just, it makes no sense how they wouldn't copy their competitor Follow us on Spotify. Yeah, exactly. Subscribe get no, get notifi- on Apple. Get notified when we go live. Yeah. Make sure to five star. Five star is what... Is that, that's the thing right there. That's the only thing that really gets you through. Yeah. Gets you on the charts. We're going to be on the charts one day. We're going to have something so controversial. It's going to reach the <laughs> it's charts. It's going to go viral. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to reach the charts. And me and Teddy are going to get canceled. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to do this full time. Yep. Because we'll, we'll have no job. <laughs> 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 Let's just end it there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Do for all those things for us, please. Yeah. We we go out of our way to uh, talk shit into a microphone. <laughs> all you have to do is something very uh, very easy. Simple. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for listening. And we're out.